Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, gratitude seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I want you to meet Leigh Hurst. Leigh is a transformational and intuitive life coach. She is a natural healer and loves working with holistic healing and energy. Many classes Leigh provides are to teach people to live in the present moment. She likes to motivate people and expand their thinking but more on that, I will leave her to tell you. Lei? Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it so much. I am just trying to make a difference in the world of teaching people how to live with more gratitude, more happiness, um, that with all the things going on in the world, we don't have to buy into that. You know, some of the things I do is I refuse to watch television. So I don't watch TV. It brings too much negativity. I don't read the newspaper, listen to the news. In our social media, you get to control what you see. So if you say, I stay off of social media because of all the negativity, well, you can control that by blocking different things that you see and put more gratitude into your news feeds. Um, Listening to positive music, somebody that I admire uh, and have great gratitude for is Michael Franti because of all his positivity, so bringing positive music into your life. It's just little tools to help you to be more grateful in life. Wonderful, wonderful. I also have a TV, um, but it's like, I, I think it's been three months since I've actually uh, turned it on. Great. Yeah, and I, uh, I have a TV right now because it was in the place that I rented, not because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm TV free, like since I've gotten into into college. I think it's some years. <laughs> yep. Mine's and I also been... love this this idea. Sorry, uh, that you can cho- choose what you see, and you you don't have to see all of the the horrors of the world and get sucked into that. Right. So in your, so in your newsfeed for Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, any of those things, you can choose what you see. If somebody is going on a negative rant all the time, you can either unfriend them, which a lot of people are afraid to do for hurting somebody's feelings, but you can also unfollow them and still be their friend on Facebook. Exactly. But just not, just choose not to, not to have that into your life. It brings, brings you down. So. Yeah. So uh, do you have some words of wisdom that you love about gratitude? Some words of wisdom that I love about gratitude. Hmm. Words of wisdom. So I guess I'll say that before a session with my clients, I set an intention and I sort of just let that flow of things that we're going to ask to come into our lives during the time that we have together and things that we're going to let go of, anger, chaos, anxiety, things like that. But at the end of my session with a client, they'll be on a table, like a massage table. And after the session's complete, I always bow 
I put my hands together in prayer pose and bow before my client because I have such great gratitude that I had the honor in working with them. So giving gratitude in everything that you do. You know, um, a lot of people have gotten away from praying before they eat. Well, if you don't want to pray, you can give gratitude for the thanks for the food that you're about to eat, the people that made the food. Um, gratitude can be even, I teach a lot of uh, sexuality and sensuality. So before you are intimate with your partner, it could be giving thanks and gratitude for the session that you're about to have with your partner. Gratitude can be added into everything that we do. Yeah, I think it's it's a way of living life, actually. It's a way in which we perceive life and uh, what's happening on the outside and how we, how we choose to see what's happening on the outside. True, yes. So uh, do you have a certain quote that you like? Uh, we talked uh, a bit before about this. It, it, uh, it's not really uh, necessary to be exactly on gratitude, but I love uh, what you said about this. So when I, when I knew that that question was going to come up, about what is your favorite quote with gratitude, I thought, you know, it, it's something that I say every day and I teach to my clients is what you think about, you bring about. And it's manifesting. So I teach a lot of manifesting to clients. What you think about, you bring about. So if you are always having gratitude in your system and being grateful, you're thinking about being grateful, everything is going to appear happy around you and bringing more things to be grateful for around you. If you're thinking about negativity, you're going to have all kinds of anxiety and anger around you. So keep in mind that if you think about gratitude and that you're grateful for the blue sky, the moonlight, things like that, more things to be grateful will appear in your consciousness. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something spiritual but it's also something uh, pragmatic with this. Uh, there is a, an exercise that uh, people do at uh, self-development uh, workshops. It's, they tell you to look at um, all of the objects that are red. And for like 10 seconds, you look around the, um, the place you're in and you, you see all of the things that are red. Yes. After after that, they say, okay, close your eyes now and tell me all of the objects that are blue. And most people laugh and realize the fact that they can't because they only focus on the things that are red. And uh, yeah, and it's like this in life also. When you focus on on the red things, on the positive things, you will see them around. And if someone asks you what are the negatives, okay, you can you can make a lot of those also. It's it's okay, but uh it's harder to see them because your focus is more on on uh on the good. positives. Yeah. Yes, on the good. That's fantastic. I love that exercise. That's a great yeah. example. Yeah, because we, we, we can't we can't focus on, on two things at once. It's like we can be be grateful and angry at the same time. Yeah, we have to choose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's so much easier to choose to choose gratitude and to give thanks. Even, you know, even if it's a even if you think it's a struggle sometimes, 
Yeah, it's by easier. the way, yes. what do you do when, it, when it's hard to be grateful? What do you do when it's hard to be grateful? I think that's when you need to reconnect with the divine or God, if you call it, whatever, you, whatever word that you use to connect to your higher power. If you're feeling chaos come into your life and you're feeling dread or anger, it's time to take a moment and reconnect. And if you can't, try to walk away from the situation and go somewhere where it's quiet. And I like to think about maybe going to a piece of grass or something in nature, touching a tree. And if you can't, just even going outside and breathing for a moment, reevaluate the situation and try to look at what is the lesson I'm supposed to be learning here? What is something that I can be grateful for and turn it around? So instead of engaging in the anger, turn mm-hmm. it around. See what there's a lesson here. What am I supposed to be learning? What is, you know, what is there? And if you still think there's nothing to be grateful for, you haven't learned the lesson. Mm, yeah, that, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I think um, being in silence um, helps a lot. Uh, I've been yesterday, I've uh, been in the mountains mm. and it was so amazingly silent. It's I, I, when I was there, I just realized how, how much noise there is, generally speaking, in, in, in the city and how silence actually sounds like. <laughs> it was, wow. I really, it, it didn't occur to me that it can be so silent. It's hard to explain in words, like, how can it be more si- silent or less silent? But it, it sure can. And being in nature and reconnecting and, um, sitting in silence is wonderful. Well, it's interesting that you say that because we're doing this interview on a Monday and on Sundays, I teach my clients and students to practice silent Sunday. doesn't oh. mean you have to be quiet all day, but just practicing being silent and having silence around you. And so the example I used yesterday was cooking a pot of soup and having the time to be silent and grateful as you're chopping up the vegetables, sending that into your food. You know, I'm very grateful for this food that I get to wash and prepare and cut up for a nourishing meal, you know, and just being silent while you do it and really being present while you cook that pot of soup. So you got two things, you got three things going, all two things, silent Sunday and gratitude. Yeah, that's awesome. I am, Thinking about how how tasty that soup might will be when you when you when you put so much love and gratitude and uh, conscious being into it, it's like yes. so fresh. <laughs> yes, yes, wonderful. Yeah, it's not like oh, it's something that I need to do. It's food. I I need to do prepare it. I need to eat it. I need to live. <laughs> right. It's different. Even when you. Even when you go out for a meal and somebody else prepares your food, you have to watch what type of restaurants are you going into. Mm -hmm. Is the cook angry and putting his anger into the food and then you're ingesting that food and his energy for that anger? Or I have, it's a little fast food chain that makes me a breakfast burrito. And I've went there for 12 years. And the man who cooks it for me every time is Julio. 
And so now I've taught him this. He will bring it to the drive-through window. It's not his job to bring it to me. And he'll say, I made this for you with love. Wow, that's so it's wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, it's so lovely. Wow. It's just more gratitude. Yeah, that's amazing. That's that's really something to be grateful about. Mm-hmm. And actually the fact that you are this is interesting. The fact that you were grateful got you into this situation actually. Yes. Isn't it? Yes, most definitely. Wonderful, yes. wonderful. And uh, the fact that he's doing this is is he's really amazing and yeah it's it's like a circle like uh ongoing so think about i i don't like to put judgment so i won't name any fast food restaurants <laughs> but think about people that work there and they have to work there to survive and they they hate going to work there and they're making your food So they're putting hate and anger into everything, even including uh, holding your cup and getting you something to drink. And so here you are, you know, with gratitude and that you're happy you get to eat this meal, but then what are you doing? You're putting mm-hmm. that anger and frustration. You're not putting love and gratitude into your body. So it's being aware of your surroundings. I mean, you can go there and you can express gratitude that you're grateful for being able to eat at this establishment, but are they, you know, maybe you shouldn't be eating there if you're on this path of gratitude and trying to bring in more gratitude and love to yourself. So yeah. I just tell, I just, uh, I just tell people, you know, and seeing the beauty in things. So if you start, I mean, it's like a domino effect. So if you put out that gratitude for, for different things. I'll give you a little example here. Sure. I was at I was at the gas station recently. And I don't know if you know since you're in Romania, um that I live where they have Burning Man. Do you know Burning Man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we get a lot of um eccentric um interesting people. Fun, right? And I'm in the gas station and there's this black man standing in front of me and he has the start of these dreadlocks and I was just looking how grateful I was and how happy I was for this man's hair. He could feel it. He turned around, he looked at me and he says, nice, huh? And I said, yes, your hair is so wonderful. I love this hair. And he says, makes you want to touch it, doesn't it? And I said, am I allowed to do that? And so here we are, two strangers in the gas station And I'm telling him how grateful I am for him being there so I can touch his hair. He actually could feel that energy. And I got up, oh, to, pay for, I got up to pay for my tea at the counter. And the woman at the counter is smiling. And she says, I don't know what was just happening in that line with you two. But I said, isn't it wonderful? We just shared in happiness. She goes, he seemed pretty happy that you were touching him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, but just putting that out there that you're even that you're even grateful for somebody expressing, you know, a difference in the way their hair is and being able to touch it. It's just it I mean, it brought us a giggle today just having having that experience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, the interesting thing is that uh, you tend to to get to places where people are uh put love into what they're doing, like uh Yesterday, when when I was uh, 
in the mountains we we stopped by a restaurant on our way there and usually the restaurants like i'm a vegetarian and uh i it's not really easy to find food that that is okay and healthy and um the interesting thing is that we we got to a restaurant where the the food was amazing they served it served it really beautifully uh, there was enough food for for us even even a cat and a dog came and uh, we gave them some food it was, it was like it was by by the mountains by a river um really really beautiful and we we just stopped by a, a theoretically ra- random restaurant it could have been i've had in the in the past when i and when i wasn't that grateful um dreadful experiences about <laughs> these kind of places and yeah it, it's awesome that it it was a it was a different experience and it's not the first time and the, the the only time it goes back to what i told you with the quote what you think about you bring about so if you're not even bringing awareness to what you eat or where you eat you're going to end up in a little I don't want to say in a little dive because sometimes that's even, you know, a great place, but you're going to end up somewhere where people actually do not want to be there. You know, you don't, they don't want to be at work. They don't want to be there. They're putting and it just goes back to what we've already said, putting their energy of negativity into your food. And then you're carrying that negativity around with you instead of gratitude. Whereas if you go back to the example of Julio making my burrito, all that love, there you go. Same thing with you. Now you've kind of, you're on this different path. And so you put out all that gratitude and what appears to you, this amazing place with this amazing food with probably amazing staff. Yeah, it it really was. They were very, very okay. I was blown away, really. And yeah, I I think that, uh, like you said, it's it's all about how we are and how we we perceive the world and what we choose to 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 see and to focus on actually right. yeah very true so um what i also wanted to talk with you about if you have had always been grateful or did you have some meaningful experience that got you to be a, a more grateful person well you know i saw that, that was going to kind of come up um I, I've had a, I mean, I'm not going to go into my story because that's an old story and I try not to carry it anymore, but I had, um, as a younger person, a younger child, I had a lot of violence, negativity, drugs, alcoholism, not by myself, but by the, my surroundings growing up. And I always thought different because I thought it doesn't need to be like this. Mm-hmm. You know, and so something I like to share with people usually is when I was four years old, um, hearing my mom and dad fighting, getting up to see what was the matter and ha- seeing my dad holding a gun to his head, telling me to go back to mm-hmm. bed, that he was, he was going to kill himself. I was horrified at four years old. <clears throat> well, then at 16, uh, 16 years later, when I was 20, he did that. He did kill himself. Mm-hmm. And I carried that for a little while. I was very, cause how do you, how do you find gratitude in that situation? You know, I mean, he was like my rock star. He was my, you know, my love. I love my dad. 
and I was at a workshop a few years back and we were talking about gratitude and being the victim in situations and things like that. And so we had a big talk on death that day and I got to share that story. And the teacher jumped up with a big smile on her face and clapped her hands. And she's like, hooray, yes. And I said, this woman has lost her mind. It's not like happy time that my dad killed himself. And she looked at me and she says, don't you see what a blessing that he gave you? No, because how do you find gratitude or a blessing in your parent killing themselves? And she said, he taught you the way that you don't want to live. And that showed me gratitude for that situation. You know, it it truly did. No, I don't want to live in that much depression and anger and alcoholism. And, you know, I, and then to the point where you're so unhappy, you know, that you have to leave the earth. So I think that I don't know for sure if that answers your question, but I kind of feel that that's, that's what I needed to share about, you know, something that turns you around and makes you grateful because I've always been, I've always looked for that during my whole entire life because there was so much negativity and like I said, drugs, alcohol, anger, violence around me. I always thought since I was a little girl, there's got to be something different. Does not have to be like this, and there is. So, thank you for listening to that. Yeah, uh, it's really um, interesting for me to see uh, from talking to to people um, on this podcast that life it's like it's it's not like in the movies. It's not uh, easy all the time to to be grateful, to um, be happy. And there are experiences that are, that you can't actually control that uh, you need to, to learn how to react to, to see in, in a, in a way that's beneficial for you and that, that helps you actually. Yes. And yes. Uh, yeah, this is, this is where I think, having the habit of being grateful more often is is really strong and is really good to have. Because situations like that, situations like suicide or domestic violence, things like that can steer you away from gratitude and you can get stuck in your story and become the victim and live a horrible life because you choose to be stuck in that story and not look for the lesson or for a way to be grateful. You know, I mean, it it does, it, it sucks that my dad, you know, he chose to do that, but that was his path and I'm not in charge of his path. However, when you turn it around and look at it, what's the lesson for me? Oh, I see. Because ever since that happened, I think I took, I think I kind of checked out of life for about a year, year and a half. I was uh, 24 when that happened. No, I'm sorry. I was 20 when that happened. Where did that come from? I was 20 when that happened. And, you know, you kind of check out for a little bit, but then it gives you the incentive that I still have, I'm still living. I still have a life. I can choose the way I want to live. And so I did just that. 
I did. I mean, we don't have time to get into it, but I have been on many adventures to be so grateful for that people don't get to experience in their life. Hmm. So just turning that whole situation around and living life to the fullest, to the best that you can and being grateful for each moment. Yeah. And uh, I think the way we, we look at life and the way we see life gets us to these kind of points of depression, of uh, getting near suicide or actually getting to suicide because it's, we, all, we all have challenges in life and it's not always easy, but there are people that choose to see them in, in a way or another and that's the most important thing. Right. So if you get stuck in your story, oh, life is so awful. Oh, you know, and you start telling yourself all these negative things and you don't see you're so stuck in the negative and in, in the darkness that you don't see, oh, it's a beautiful day outside. You know, I don't know where you're at, but here we just had our first snowfall last night. And oh my so God. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, summer just ended like uh, two days ago. <laughs> and so, you know, we just had our first snowfall and it's like, oh, how wonderful, you know, now we can fill up our river, our river again, because we live in the desert, you know, and wow. there's so many things to be grateful for. But then you hear other people complaining about the snow and complaining that we didn't get fall or autumn, you know, and it's turn it around, you know, be, see the beauty in it, see the gratitude, see the gratefulness Exactly. Wow. How magical it snowed here, you know? Especially that uh, taking into consideration the fact that you can't change it. This is how it is. Yes. You, you can try to fight yes. it. Oh my God, that's, that's so bad. It's, we didn't have fall. That's, ah. But you can choose, you can choose to enjoy it. And it's the same experience. Yes. True. That's exactly right. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that that people choose sometimes to to do this to to try to fight these these things instead of enjoying. Because when you know you and I talked about that, I've studied aging my whole life. Yeah, and if you choose to look at it in that negative way, then what happens? You grow into a bitter, old, crotchety person, and you live a miserable life the rest of your life. And guess what? you probably will die a miserable death. That's true. I've seen it enough during my life that if you choose to be negative, to stay negative, to look at things in terrible ways, then you are the ideal, old, crotchety, mean, bitter person. And you're not going to have a happy death either. I mean, I know that sounds strange to people because how can death be happy? But you can leave this world in a better way instead of some of the miserable things that happen during death. So you get, I mean, you can choose most of your destiny. You know, you can choose to be happy and grateful while you're living. And as you're aging, you know, seeing grateful, being grateful. And then at the end of your life, having a conscious death. So that's a really new concept for people. But if you're grateful and you have that positive attitude, maybe it won't be so hard as you're leaving this world. 
Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm not old, so I can I can talk from my own experience. But um, I'm thinking that living, uh, looking back to your life, is also important to look back in a way that's beneficial for you, in a way that you 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 feel grateful about the experiences that you had. Because you can also look back in regret and think, oh my God, I didn't do this. I didn't do yep. that. Yes. And you can be bitter and not enjoy the, 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 the years that you still have and think about the things that you didn't do. Right. Right. And, it's, the same, it's, the same, it's the same thing of the people that have to dye their hair. Oh my gosh, I have, you know, I have gray hairs. Instead of being grateful wow, I'm going through this change. Look at my body aging. And most people cannot do that. They cannot handle aging, especially being grateful for it. Well, can't you be grateful that you've been alive this long to see the experiences that your body's having as you age? Hmm. Most people can't. That's a, that's a tough one. Not going to lie. That's a tough one for people. But but I think, uh, go ahead. What is this, uh, this science um, studying actually? I know that you studied studied um, aging. Ger- gerontology. Yeah. Gerontology. So gerontology is the study of aging. And I almost have my master's degree in it. We had a little disagreement and I stopped being in the in the program for a little while. But I when I was in my twenties, I'll take that back. Even when I was a young girl, I always was uh, fascinated with aging. Because everybody does it, but nobody talks about it. They talk about preventing aging. So I like to teach conscious aging, you know, living well, aging well, um, not anti-aging. That I used to have people contact me all the time wanting to talk to me about anti-aging. That's so not my style. I love the idea of gerontology Um, back when it wasn't popular 20-something years ago. And I would sign up for classes for gerontology in the classroom at the university. It would be me and the professor. (laughs) (laughs) And then as, you know, as I was in uh, university for six years. And so as it went on, there'd be maybe five people, things like that. And I just, I love the study of aging because it, it, it's what happens to all of us. You know, unless we unless we leave the planet early, um, and then I got into studying sex and aging, which I've studied that for over twenty years because that's another thing that we do most of our lives, but nobody talks about it. And mm-hmm. so, when you have it, when you have issues with sexuality as you're aging or learning new things, who do you talk to? You can't talk to your doctor; they don't care, and they're usually not trained for it. So that's just, I mean, I've, I feel like I've studied it my whole life and it's something that we do. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Everybody um, does it. And it's something that uh, I've uh, uh, understood of, that it was in common with uh, many of my guests that I've talked with. The fact that we can, we should, we, we should, we, uh, we could enjoy where we are right now and nothing of, the fact that we are aging and think of uh, the period in our life in which we live right now, the, the exact age in which, uh, uh, which we have right now 
and with all of the experiences that are natural with it. And uh, this also, I think, relates to, to gratitude and being grateful for the place that you are in right now. Yes. Nothing of, yes. You know, oh my God, how it was when I was younger or how it will be when I will be older. But enjoying the, the present moment and where you are and, and the age that uh, you, you are at right now. Yes. Because if you, if you are not grateful, <clears throat> and I do have one little thing to share with you after this, if you're not grateful for those gray hairs or for wrinkles and things like that, all of a sudden you put that anger on and guess what's probably going to happen. Oh. All of a sudden you're going to wake, you're going to wake up and your whole head's going to be completely white. You know, I mean, instead of being, I, people ask me all the time, don't you want to dye your hair? Don't, no, I'm excited to watch what's happening. You know, I mean, I have gratitude for it. <clears throat> so the other day I was talking to this woman and she was talking about purpose and she was an older woman and she had had a stroke and she says, you know, Lee, what is my, what do you think my purpose is now that I'm so old? You don't have a purpose as you age. And I said, well, sure you do. And she said, I said, how old are you? She says, 90. What on earth would my purpose be? I said, as long as you're living, you have a purpose here on this earth. She says, well, what is it? And I said, your purpose is beauty. She just looked at me because you could see that, you know, in her younger years, she was just absolutely gorgeous because she's gorgeous now at 90. And she looked at me, she said, beauty. And I said, you take time every day to put a little makeup on and to put some lipstick on and you just radiate this beauty. She says, you mean I don't have to be 16 to be beautiful? And I said, <laughs> no. And I said, and by you doing that, you're shining your light to others that beauty doesn't end at a certain age, that you can always be beautiful. And so it's being grateful for your beauty. And she sat there for a minute and she goes, that's really wonderful. That's my purpose. I said, yeah. She goes, well, I have a question. I said, what's that? She goes, when are they going to start listening? <laughs> I said, it's not up, up to us to judge when they, you know, when they finally learn it. It's just for you to radiate that light, you know, and be great, grateful that you have this to provide to others, to be, you know, to show them beauty at any age. It doesn't stop. Yeah. And so it, she, she just loved that little talk that we had. Awesome. Yeah. It's like uh, Gandhi says, be the change you want to see in the world. Exactly. Exactly. And that's all full of gratitude there. Yes. Yeah. And because she would show her beauty and the fact that you can be beautiful, even if you are uh, over a certain age, mm -hmm. that's the best, the best uh, thing she can do. Other people exactly. see that and they will, uh, they will relate and she might, she might motivate other people to do so also. And it just, you know, like, yeah, and inspire people and they can be grateful that here's this 90-year-old woman still putting on this beautiful lipstick to make herself appear beautiful every day. She doesn't even need the makeup. It's just <laughs> an extra little, wow, you know, it just yeah, makes exactly. you take a second look. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, what I also wanted to talk to you about, uh, especially talking about aging is if you have 
something that you would tell your younger self about gratitude? I think I would tell myself to never get away from the practice of gratitude and that when you're having a hard day, it would have been nice to know it back 20-something years ago, that when you're having a really difficult day, to take time for yourself and even go sit at a park if you need to and look at something, maybe look at five things that to be grateful for. You know, because when you're younger, sometimes you get caught up in the drama, especially when you're bombarded with television ads or you don't know how to filter your social media and you're working a low-paying job. Um, Being younger, it might be a little bit more challenging at times to find gratitude, but it's there. It's there. So to build your practice around it, your daily practice. And by the way, what what do you do to to stay grateful? What do I do to stay grateful? So I have a morning practice, um, which consists of, I don't know if you know what Palo Santo is. No, I don't know. So Palo Santo is um, a little piece of wood, and it's from, do I want to say Ecuador? Sorry, I can't think where it's from right now. That's weird. I always sell it too. Anyway, it's called Holy Wood. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Palo Santo, but the nickname is Holywood. You light it and then it, you know, it, um, smokes. And then I use it to go all around myself to remove any sort of negative energy smells delightful. And mm-hmm. it kind of trains my brain that, Oh, okay. We're going to get into that mode of practicing, letting go meditate. You know, it just brings you into that moment of, okay, here we are with our spiritual practice. So I start with that. And then I do meditation. It depends. It could be five minutes. It could be 30 minutes. And then after meditation, um, well, I should say I set an intention also. I set an intention for the day, you know, of how I'd like my day to flow. And then after that, I do a little bit of conscious dancing. And so by doing a little practice, I don't care if it's five minutes or 30 minutes or an hour, you're going to get into that habit, into that form of bringing that happiness to you, that spirituality and gratefulness because it just all goes together. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. All flows together. Wonderful. So uh, we're getting uh, near to to the end of our um, meeting together. Um, And I want to ask you, where can people find you? Where can people see your work? So at the moment I am rebranding my business for five, four, about four years. It's been called awake and aging.com and I'm re rebranding it into purposeful living healing center. Um, so it's, it's switching right now, but awakenaging.com is still up and running. And of course people can always um, email me. I kept the email. So it's Lee L E I G H at awake and aging.com. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much Lee for sharing your life and your amazing stories with us thank you this has been wonderful yeah um it's been great and uh i sure learned a lot i hope our listeners also did and i want to wish you a beautiful day 
Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. Search for the Gratitude Podcast. By the way, what are you grateful for right now?